Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the big stories in CSGO, quicker than South's reign of terror. A quick reminder to rate and review us at the end of the episode, it really helps us. I am Logan, this is AZ-esque. On today's episode, we talk about, well, obviously, South disbanding, Spellin standing in for Breeze, Navi winning the ESL Pro Tour, and the Grand Slam, and the death of DreamHack as we know it. Really interesting. And then they slept through their their call time, so they're on next week. Uh, <laughs> so I guess my question is to you: Is how is it waking up early to get ghosted? <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm used to getting ghosted at this point. So <laughs> you know, it's not that bad. It also isn't that early for me either. It was yeah. uh, one p.m. for me, which is pretty early. Um, because of my screwed up sleeping pattern. I mean, I I genuinely <laughs> did have to set an alarm to make sure I was up for 1, 1 p.m. That's not a joke. Um, I believe that. That tracks. Uh, but, yeah, no. Uh, what can I say? It could have been better, but yeah. now I have to get up early again next week. So. Yeah, I was up at the ungodly hour of like 7.15 so I could shower and make coffee before we started this. Oh, yeah. That terrible hour. All if right. I have to be up like at nine o'clock, I shower the day before and do not shower in the morning. <laughs> That's how I wake up, man. Shower and day of. Yeah, I mean that was, that would be how I would wake up. But the thing is, I just don't wake up until midday, and I just do whatever I have to do for three hours, and I'm, suddenly I'm like, "How the hell did I get here?" All right, let's go talk about uh, important things that happened this weekend. Uh, Navi hell won yeah. the Grand Slam in what I be willing to say is like the most subtle fashion like it was i didn't pretty... realize well no the thing is i didn't realize they were winning the grand slam until they had won it and they went oh yeah they won the grand slam i mean they they said it a lot on broadcast um most be honest i was listening on mute i was, was watching that would be time. why you didn't realize yeah. i suppose um yeah, they did say they, they spoke about it a lot um i i mean I didn't realize until playoffs started that that was the case. Yeah. The Grand Slam is important in terms of it's $1 million. It's not that important in terms of prestige. Um, yeah. But what is important is that you told me Ents were going to beat Na'Vi. Yeah. Okay. Though I do have to say the other side of the bracket I was kind of <laughs> right on because I said Vitality was looking good and I said Gambit was going to lose. That's true. Right, so true. I was. I'll, I'll take fifty percent on this one, to be honest. Sure. I'll take. I, mean, the, 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 I just don't see anyone beating Navi at the, at the current moment. Like, the simple barely even. Like, I say barely yeah. even showed up. He wasn't that insane in the final, and they still yeah. won. And I think so much credit has to go to Bit. Like, that guy is insane. He's so good, and he's like he's a teenager still. He's come in. He's replaced Flamey. And Navi have just become one of the best teams of all time, and uh, uh, it's a real shame for them that their period of dominance has come when there are no lands. Yeah, or that you know they won the one land that there was on. I there's no doubt in my mind that they are the best team in the world. Yeah. And if if this was a a time when we were on land, people would realize that this Navi team is one of the greatest of all time. 
Yeah, I Bit was like the shining star in the series for me, right? Like Bit, uh, Perfecto had a lot of really good moments. Um, obviously, Symbol did as well. Um, there was no one on that team that wasn't playing well. Yeah, and I mean, that's to be, it seems to be that's the. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it seems to be that's not that's that isn't normal for Navi. Normally, it's one person takes over, but it seemed like everything was coming together on this one that they that they all came together throughout all the maps, right? And it did go to five maps. It wasn't like this was like a three zero or or three one. So this went to five maps. This was a long series. Yeah, I like to um, shout out Shocks. Um, I've never oh been God. a big Shocks fan. Uh, I've like never thought. I, I I definitely had my doubts when he joined Vitality, but he's he was playing out of his mind this tournament. Um, oh yeah, and he is like yeah, he, he's scary again. Yeah, the shocks is really really scary, and Zaiwu looks really really well good as well. Yeah, like, I mean it, obviously <clears throat> right. Yeah, but it just we we saw this other thing that we hadn't seen for a while, which was Vitality being good and not Zaiwu being the only person there. Right, shocks was yeah. there. Kyojin was there across a couple of maps, right? There was good play. We didn't see the the God Masuda that we saw like two weeks ago, not two weeks ago, but yeah, yeah, I guess two weeks ago. Well, the, it's whenever impossible. we saw God Masuda, but it's impossible to know how good Masuda is. Yeah, that nobody in the world can have any idea how good he is, including he Masuda, is, including Masuda. Like for like a month, he was the best player in the world. And now yep. he's just like invisible again. Like, yep. Are you actually really good? And you're like, what's going on? Like, I, I <laughs> no genuinely have no idea how good he is. So, I I guess with that, let's let's talk a little bit about. Do you do you have anything more to say on Navi specifically? Uh, Electronic looked like uh, the player he did a year ago or two years ago. Um, he had a bit of a slump when Bit joined because Bit was just like taking over and being the second best player on that team but he was back to like god tier mode and mm. and that is frightening okay okay um <clears throat> i have there, there's a lot that i have i think navi looks really really good in this tournament i think that navi beat a lot of really good teams to get here too I don't think it was they beat a bunch of pushovers as oh, yeah. much as they did beat ents um they also had to beat Heroic, and they had to beat this really, really good Inform Vitality, which I think at this point there's no question. I don't think there was a question before this, but there really isn't a question now that it is simple over Zywu, and it's just not funny. How some, like, pe- some people thought Device was better than Simple. So we'll we'll talk about Device later, and uh, there's we have some questions about that. Uh, but I think that Navi has proven again that they are really a force to be reckoned with especially when everyone's going off right on a normal day when 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 it's just it's just simple or it's just electronic or it's just bit or it's just perfecto right they're vulnerable and i say vulnerable like strong air quotes and stuff because like it's still simple right but when every single person is firing it's they're unbeatable my, my favorite stat from the final was that simple? I mean, he had quite an underwhelming final by simple standards. Yeah, and he went. Was it twenty eight and seven in opening duels? That sounds about right. He won eight. <laughs> he won eighty percent of his opening duels in an underwhelming performance. That's, that's obscene. Like no, eighty like percent is 
ridiculous. If you have above 52%, you're like an elite tier entry fragger. If you like with high, if you take a lot and you win 55%, you're a sensational entry fragger. Simple won 80% in that final, and it wasn't even his best performance. Look, the yeah. guy is the guy is cracked. He's just he's beyond superlatives at this point. He's just insane. He absolutely is. He absolutely is. Um, I want to move on to the rest of EPL playoffs really quickly. I want to talk about some other things. Um, I thought the best game up until the grand final, which was a really, really, really good game, right? I thought that the best game up until that point, that is a game that I'd go rewatch about a million times over, was the Heroic Liquid game. That, that fresh clutch. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure anyone from North America is going to have PTSD if you say refresh just anywhere near us because of his time on cloud nine or yes, because of his time on cloud nine. Um, and also that clutch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that... Was, that was insane. I wasn't watching that game live and I saw people going on about this clutch and I was like, okay, I must be pretty good. But then, you know, people went on and on about that, that Cadian one before, which I didn't think was actually that good. It was just the casting made it that good. And then yeah, you watch but... this refresh clutch. I'm like, He's got a Galil. Like, like, <laughs> any clutch you win with a Galil is already impressive. To so 1v5 with it is insane. The only thing you could, the only way he could have made it harder was if he used the FAMAS. And then yeah, it wouldn't be possible. Like, statistically, the worst weapon in the game. He, he would shoot He would shoot about eight bullets at the first guy and then die. It'd be, it'd be awful. Yeah. No, like, he, he wins a 1v5 <laughs> with a Galil. Like, that cannot go under, understated. Yeah, Anyone it wasn't with an AK, the... not an op, not an M4. Cool. Yeah, like, 1v5s where they ought barely even count. Like, <laughs> come on, anyone can do that. With a Galio, nah, that's 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 different gravy, that is. That is special. Yeah, no, they, that was that was a slugfest of a game. And bringing it to overtime, the way that Liquid brought it back on Inferno, I don't know how much you looked into this, right? But the way Inferno went just was like... All heroic. Then Liquid had this insane comeback to bring it into overtime, and then the refresh clutch that took them out of it. It was that was an insane match, and then Inferno map is like one to rewatch. Um, Nip looked like trash. Yeah, they lost to OG. Anyone that loses to OG is trash. Like, let's be real here. And uh, that's harsh. I mean, OG. <laughs> okay, that, that OG is really harsh. did look pretty good. I I just I thought it was should be a lesson to NIP in my eyes from my point of view it should be a lesson that OG spent a fraction of what NIP spent on device on flames yeah and look at the difference man that kid's that kid's special dude let's do something odd right now and answer a listener question in the middle of everything we're gonna answer them in the middle because we only have two questions saying they both relate to other topics so wasn't ready for that. Uh, so from our Discord, Mercio last week asked us after we recorded what our what our thoughts on device struggling to frag out on Nip were, right? And I think I think some of that is due to not having a fifth player. I think we're gonna always say it's due to not having a fifth player, right? Um, yeah. Because like respect to respect to Linus, right? But like you're you're not a real you're not a normal fifth player. You you came up from the academy roster and you have in, in place of a different academy player yeah like them out. um uh so that's 
that's on its own. But I think I think that we we were all saying, you know, maybe maybe device is Glaive's greatest cog in the Astralis machine. And then we he left Astralis and we were like, okay, well maybe it's gonna do well, maybe it's gonna do well, maybe it's gonna do well, and we just continuously sit like had faith in this and like said, well maybe he's not like the cog in the machine. I think it's time to say he was the cog in the machine. They I think device is a I think device is a really good player. Like let's be real here. He is an extremely good player. But I think Glaive's in-game leading and the structure and the system that Zonic and Glaive built around them cannot be understated in Device's success. So I have a lot of thoughts about this. I mean, they signed the right arm of Exodia without signing the head. And as everyone knows, you need all yeah. five parts of Exodia to win the game. Um, but but you spent you massively overspent on even if you believe he's the best player in the world, which you're insane if you do, but even if yeah. you believe that, $1 million when he's out of contract in six months is insanity. Terrible deal. Doesn't make any sense. Um, To then ham it up as saying, you know, we've signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Good optics, by the way. Um, You know, lost to young boys. Just saying. Um. Man United, that, that, that'll be lost on you. Man United re-signed Cristiano Ronaldo and no, lost. I, um... I got that. I actually okay. did get that. Okay, wonderful. Once You're in a learning. while, I get You're football learning. things. Once in a while. Yeah, so, you know, excellent optics from them, really. Like N- NIP yeah. losing 2-1 to OG, Man United losing 2-1 to Young Boys, something there. Um, but <laughs> it's just... what I don't know what they thought they were signing. Like Anyone who's watched Astralis knew that Device was incredible at abusing the space given to him but that space was given to him by the fact that you have glaive and dupree yeah yeah like you can't you can't just plug a play like that i mean we saw it with cold zero on phase you see it you know when you, you see it anytime you have s- one of these like major players move right yeah like every single time to. the only player that does the opposite is nico where Nico forces his team to play around him, and then they all play worse, and he just like goes supernova. Whereas, like, I don't know, like, you only had to watch Astralis to know that this is what Device was, and I'm baffled that people are surprised that Device isn't going crazy on NIP. Like, well, yeah, like, he's not. He's not a takeover player. He's not. That's not what he is. He's one of the. He's probably the best passive orper you'll ever see, but he's a passive yeah. orper. That's what he is. Yeah. It's I think that's the only time, one of the only times ever you'll see device fall into the same column as Cajun B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like signing Scotty Pippen and expecting him to drop forty points every game. Like that's not yeah. why you're signing Scotty Pippen. It's now, it now we're getting. Sense. Now we're getting good references here. Yeah, I thought I'd, you know, I've been grinding NBA 2K this week, you know, <laughs> I got the basketball references. Like. All right, all right. Let's let's move on from from Pro League now. Uh we've got we we have some other things to speak about. Uh the first thing being the most important thing for you in your life, uh South has gone south. Oh, bro, this is <laughs> fucking embarrassing like. <laughs> Was it 25 days? How do you not even don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, I'm quite knowledgeable when it comes to not lasting very long. But less than a month for the team that 
the promo for this team lasted longer than that. Like they were building up this fucking team for longer. Than... I just don't get it, man. Like I, I, I've mentioned this elsewhere, and you know other things. Danish CS is in a fucking hole, and it's sleepwalking into oblivion. Nobody seems to notice. Astralis, like, just aren't the same team anymore. Heroic are probably going to get one of their players banned, or maybe two. I mean, or maybe the whole team. We we don't know. Yeah, they've already lost. Hunter drama still continues. Refresh and um, and Shush should be fine because they weren't there when it happened. But you know, Heroic are in a a legal battle. North obviously don't exist. (laughs) MSL and AZ are insistent on just building new teams and like blowing them up after a month. Like this happened twice now, hyenas and then South. Obviously, MSL wasn't on hyenas, but like, you know, they last about as long as an NA team does. Danish CS is in a fucking hole, and like nobody is talking about it. The tier two Denmark is, well, it's Astralis. Yeah, and then it's there's one tier two Danish team, but it's Astralis. That's fucking horrifying. It's in a mess, and like nobody, nobody seems to notice. Like. Unless Copenhagen Flames just somehow like become a genuinely good team, or like you know, they all this, it's gonna happen. What happened to Sweden is gonna happen to Denmark, where they just fall entirely off the map. Yeah, they just had those like two top teams, and then that's it. Even but for a while, they didn't even, even have that. But even both those two top teams in Sweden have both decided that they need to go international yep. to a degree, right? Like Device is technically international, even though he speaks Swedish and lives in Sweden and stuff like that. He's international and the two new players on fanatic are british which side note whoever thought we would have said that line ever uh messi looks pretty good to be fair although messi's looks very good side note i um i don't know if any of you saw maui snake's tweet um about messi but he clearly got annoyed at people talking about how good messi was and he was like and he the, the he actually changed my point of view on Messi, where he was talking about how he did have the highest rating on Fnatic, but he had the like lowest impact. And I was like, "You're clear, <laughs> you're clearly a little bit angry about this because I, I don't know, like he was, the way he framed it was quite angry, but he, he made a good point. I was like, actually that does kind of it's kind of interesting because I think on Cloud Nine he had quite a high impact rating, but a lower actual rating, and now he has got like a lower impact rating but a higher rating. So clearly it's like a uh, a tactical choice of to, to sort of have Messi as one of the cleanup guys, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about. I want to. I want to continue on this conversation about dead scenes. Um, can we have a scene death power ranking here? <laughs> well, like NA is like. Well, no, I think it's. I think it's actually China first, because yeah, Titan literally doesn't fair. even exist anymore. Yeah, I miss somebody. Captain Mo, man. All right, Captain so Mo so- was like Captain Mo was a weird player. He could literally oh. only deagle. He was an orper, but his best weapon was his deagle. He was absolutely lethal on a deagle. He's just terrible at rifling. Yeah, strange. Uh, so China, then North America, <laughs> then Denmark. I think is the. I mean, I think Sweden, Sweden. I guess Sweden's on like the rebound, where it's like. Mm-hmm. It's starting to come back up, whereas Denmark is... I think it's in freefall, man. I think... Yeah. I mean, it's similar almost to what happened to Brazil. When Brazil had yeah, like, yeah. SK, 
and then they had like Immortals, and then they had all these decent like tier three, tier four teams, and then and then SK just... fell off a cliff. Yes. Immortals, and all they had was Furia starting to be okay. Yeah, and, and but now now they're back to a decent place. Where and now it's got... like Furia up here, and then like I I like Fallen is back with a team that's doing well, and like and then you got like you got like Pain. I think Pain is so good, but I and you got. We've got a who is it? Team One. Yeah, I mean, Team One are terrible, but <laughs> who cares? Like they're really bad. But Mobs <laughs> just needs a team, bro. Like, Someone say Mobs MD. Like, uh, it's not. It's not. It's not on. Like Team One just looked awful at Pro League, and Mobs still looks good. Somehow we started this conversation with Team South. I mean, it, it's only it's only fitting that we end it by talking about you know. Mobs MD, bad teams. Yeah. yeah. Um, Legia will be coaching big for the uh, time foreseen. Uh, the current coach dude has dropped out for a little bit due to some personal issues, in which the team has asked us to respect him during said personal issues. Yeah. Uh, that. So Le- Legia is coming back from his stint on a team you haven't heard the name of in a while, which is Envy. Wow, yeah. I had completely forgotten he was on Envy. He was on Envy, and before he was on Envy, he was coaching Envy. And then he got signed to being a player on Envy. Oh, which is weird. Wait, he was a <laughs> He was a player on Envy, yes. He wasn't a good player when he was a player. Um <laughs> I, what I will say is that must actually be quite um uh off putting. You sign a new player, and I think Gade is in game leading as well. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. You sign like a new guy, and you know you're working together with your coach, and then he has to you know drop out for whatever reason. That must be quite difficult to deal with when you've just like started a new, like with a new roster, yeah, and new yeah, ideas, yeah. and then you like you change coach as well, and then it, that that must create some instability. It's quite unfortunate for them. I thought I had a statistic, but I don't have the statistic. It, well, it doesn't exist. I thought that Gage was going to be the the highest member in Danish Counter-Strike ranked right now, but I forgot Heroic existed. Yeah. And then technically Astralis is above them, but like, technically. <laughs> yeah. Surely NIP are as well. Yeah. Okay, so maybe Gate is the lowest ranked member in Danish Counter-Strike right now. Um, um, that is such a strange move. We didn't really talk about Yeah, it we didn't before. talk about this. Like, Even though it technically kind of makes sense, it makes absolutely no sense. Like, Zero, none. And like I can't put it together in my head. Like Gade on bit. Like I'm really happy for him. I love Gade. I think he's. I think he's a a great. I think he's a really mechanically gifted player and uh, surprisingly um, thoughtful as well about the game. But it, it sort of makes sense. And anything that allows Tabson a little bit more freedom, I'm on board for because. Yeah. That guy he's is Tabson. great. He's so good. I fucking love Tabson. He's insane. Um, but yeah, like that that move was just so it, so odd. Like I heard about it just before it happened, and I was like, "What? Are you sure?" Get- <laughs> I think you. I think you said doesn't. I think you sent me a message about it, and I was like, "You you sure you didn't mistype this?" Yeah, like what? Like I'm actually like decently sure I said that. Yeah, Gates. Cause, I don't know, man. That's we so all thought strange. it was gonna be a. We all thought it was going to be Fabin. Like, yeah, I, I think um, I don't know. 
Favreau I, just loves being on Sprout, I guess. So yep. he's in he's in Elo Hell. Uh next next update from this week. Uh Evil Geniuses, which is tech which used to technically be a North American team, uh is now an international team, at least for the time being. Uh Daps will continue to stand in for Stanislaw during Blast. And now Breezy will be taking a mental health break, and Spellin will be in for th- this team. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm... They're not technically North American anymore. The only North American on the team is Daps, who's Canadian, who's the coach, who's standing in. I'm not convinced Spellin is a real person. And Oboe. Sorry. Oh, I forgot about Oboe. <laughs> I'm not convinced Spellin is a real person. I th- I'm sure he's like. Um, you know, like, um, like I guess football manager and other games like that, like they have like yeah, regens. Yeah. I'm convinced Spellan like isn't a real person, and he like I like he's been on like a hundred teams, and yet I've never seen him play, and cannot tell nope. you a single thing. Literally never, literally. I have think never seen is him he the in-game leader? Is that Spellan? Was he not on like Mad Lions and then like left? He was. Yes, he was on Mad Lions, and he like left. I was like, but he was on like. He was on the the Mad Lions post when we talked to Regin, right? Yeah. But pre Borup. Yeah. So which like, I do have to say that doesn't really narrow it down. There's like four versions of the team in between there. Yeah. But... He just seems to like flit around joining teams that don't ever actually play any tournaments. So I'm quite interested to see, like, if he's actually real or not. He used to be on. He was on that Windigo team that went decently far a while back. Yeah, but I, I'm convinced with, uh, that was a mirage. <laughs> I'm convinced that was. I'm convinced they they were like a halluci- like a group hallucination. Because okay. like they were like they all look really good, and now like not a single one of them seems to have got other than poison, I suppose. Poison, uh, ships and bubble never looked bad. There was there was a rumor ships for a was while. Really good. Wasn't there a rumor for a while about like ships coming over to EG? Yeah, I think so. That was a thing. Which would have made more sense than Spellland, because ships is really good. Yeah, and they're all... Uh, some of them are on skate now. I guess it's just skip uh, ships that's on skate now. But the, yeah. like, most of them... I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. This, this, I mean, I have... I guess the one positive here... Is that hopefully Breezy takes a break and comes back and is Breezy again instead yeah, of like I hope he looks like the, Breezy. You know, the, the ghost of Breezy that we've seen for the last couple months. <laughs> the ghost of Breezy's past. Yeah, like uh, he was his, the absolute shadow of his form was that. If he comes back and he's like on fire, fine. Like I'm really happy with that. But yeah. Other than that, like EG are just like I don't know, they they're staying together for the kids. Yeah, so information I got from Twitter this morning, which... Always a reliable source. Always a reliable source. It was actually from Yanko, so this might actually be reliable. Um, and it probably is, considering I could have just Googled the information and found it out myself. <laughs> um, which is Stanislaw's break was supposed to end for Blast, mm. but he's extended it past Blast. Interesting. So we, we've we joked about the Stanislaw... the the. You know how Daps gets Stanislaw on every team, right? This might actually be happening. The reverse Daps might be happening. Yeah, I mean, EG do seem intent on like downgrading in every position, so <laughs> I guess it makes sense, right? Yep, they're gonna bring right. back Fogley in a minute. 
God, no. I'm pretty sure he's deep in <laughs> Valorant right now, man. Okay, I'm sorry. We have to have I a sidebar. Assume, I assume any player I haven't heard of for a while is now a Valorant player. We have to we have to have a sidebar for a minute because we have to talk about Valorant for like half a second because this involves a lot of Counter-Strike players. And right. this can't be good. Okay? So I got a, I found a tweet the other day from a reliable source in Valorant. Okay? Yeah. TSM Valorant is in talks with Nifty to create a quote-unquote super team, which involves... Are you prepared for this? Um, sure, why not? <laughs> Nifty, an opper. Wardell, an opper. JDM, an opper. <laughs> hazed. He's hazed. And Sabrosa. <laughs> Sabrosa's good, to be fair. Sabrosa's so, I mean, good, they're all decent. But... Wardell has been well, very good in Valorant, but like... This can't end well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what I... So, I remember JDM saying, when he, like, got cut from his most recent CS team, I remember him saying he worked really hard on his rifling, and he was, like, confident he could rifle now. Um, Which I guess, if he's then become a Valorant player, he probably does rifle now, which is weird. Really this whole weird. team is weird. I'm really excited to. I, I really hope this becomes a thing because I really want to watch this team because it's going to be weird. Sorry about that sidebar about that other. Game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I didn't even realize Nifty had gone to Valorant, but it makes sense. He, he hasn't. He's been just dead wow. since the. Literally, the Envy project died, and that's the last we've heard of him. <sighs> if you're if you're American, you haven't like booted up CS for four days. You are just now a Valorant player. It's just how it works. Oh, thank God I played Counter-Strike last night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, we got we got one more topic? One more? Two more things. More we have two more things. Two more two things. things. So one thing that we wanted to talk with our guests about, but we're going to talk about now and then probably again next week. Uh, Fragadelphia happened this weekend. It was a real land that happened in person with people and shit talking, um, which was cool. It was very nice to watch. It's genuinely the most American thing I can think of. Oh, absolutely. I was supposed to go this year. I couldn't go, but, like, I was ready to go, man. Like, I, I just assume everyone just, like, you know when, you know when you see people, like, break cans in half and drink from the middle of them? Yes. I you just assume shotgun? people yes. do that with, yeah, yeah. I assume people, like, shotgun, like, light beers that, you know, like, the, the light, shittiest yeah. light beer possible. Just yeah, but that's would be Bud Light, yep. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There you go. Like, I was just like shotgunning Bud Light and just only eating like barbecued meat for like a week. And I know that that's not what Philadelphia is like. No, but See, like this is the most American thing in Counter Strike. So I'm just going to stereotype the fuck out of it. It's not barbecued meat. It's Philly cheesesteaks. Ah, oh, Philly cheesesteak. I mean, I could. But the rest of it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. There were there was there was a lot of stuff that actually happened that was pretty cool there. Um, they had a really nice HUD, which I wasn't expecting, but was really nice. Uh, Bad news bears won against party astronauts in a pretty pretty good pretty good match. It was no enjoyable surprising. to watch. Uh, no 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 surprise at all. I expect we I think everyone expected Bad News Bears to get through the whole thing um, yeah. and win. Uh, party astronauts is actually party astronauts is a weird team now. Because it's the ex-New England Whalers players plus Cynic. Yeah, I, I've seen that team about a month or two ago, so I assume that like only two of the players remain. No, they're all still there. Oh, wow. They're, they're all still there, yeah. Fair enough. Um, 
respect. Quick little... Why did they change it? Is Party Astronauts an org? No, I'm pretty so sure. So why it's... did they change name? Did they like New England Whalers was an org? Oh, and they dropped them. Well, no, they just folded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they just folded. Uh, I have I have a couple things I'd like to say about Bad News Bears. First of all, I don't know if you read the HLTV article, but apparently Sheikh Zula said that they've started calling Junior Senior because of the way he plays post-Furia, and I think that is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, that's also <laughs> quite a worrying weird thing. Well, it's weird because you think that on a team with, like, art that you wouldn't oh, yeah, play. You have to slow down if you play with art. <laughs> you have no choice. Like, you don't you don't pull out in front of a car that's going 80 miles an hour. You slow down and go behind it. I guess so. I guess you're right. Um So, so but that that if, must be quite worrying though because like that is pretty he yeah. was quite an explosive opera and he was quite a good player before and Shig Zulu sung his praises like to high heaven to anyone who would listen before. Yeah. And then and now he's saying uh, they got him seen. Now he's good. Oh yeah, no, he's shit now. <laughs> Great. Um I mean hopefully he fig- well the hope is that he figures his stuff out, right? Like that's always the hope. Um So the teams from this event, I'm pointing to the motioning is to the second monitor, which has the event on it. <laughs> hence the the hand motions uh audio listeners teams, are no are really audio listeners don't care yep uh the pr- the prizing for this event was not only money but spots at the Fragadelphia fall 2021 which is happening now now i want to say um we're gonna go with now <laughs> yeah i have no idea uh basically it's a blast premiere qualifier to get into uh sh- showdown later this year um and extra salt and bad news bears played the other day in a really really close match that and extra salt won but like there were three ninja diffuses in the last like seven rounds it was kind of insane whenever i Uh, watch extra salt play against na teams it always feels like it's close and then it gets to like 12 12 and then extra salt just go oh right time to win now that it always feels like they have another gear no, they, this was like 15 to 9, and Bad News Bears kept winning rounds with Ninja Diffusers. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe <laughs> they, they, they won the opposite way. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's over now. <laughs> that's, that's how uh, it always feels watching Extra Salt. Like, um, it always feels like they're going to win eventually. They just... At one point. They're going to start just, slowly. They just got to get there. Yeah. Uh, all right, so last topic we have for the day. Uh, Phil... You, the, the the guy that helps us write yeah. and edit TLDR stuff, our boss or whatever. Um, Phil asked us a question last week again after we recorded that uh, we we wanted to touch on today, which was what do we think about the new team in uh in Turkey? It's Eternal Fire, right? I think it's called Eternal Fire. Eternal that sounds Fire. right. It's a Calyx Voxic Shantaras E more. Yeah. And Issa. Oh, you said Issa. Yeah, yeah. Let's start yeah. with Issa. Um, okay. In theory, it's a really, like, high-ceiling, low-floor team. Like, <laughs> so this team could be the eighth-best team in the world, and you'd go like, oh, yeah, I could see why. They could be the 108th-best team in the world, and you go, yeah, I, yeah, I could I see, see why. why. Like, yep. This team is so volatile. It's unbelievable. Woxic has at times been one of the best Orpers in the world and just like complete dead weight. And like, sometimes been terrible. 
Jantaris does that in the middle of a series. He'll be like the best player in the world on map one and then just invisible on map two. Calyx, no, again, nobody has any idea how good Calyx is. He's really is like highly Mew. regarded. Calyx yes. is like Mew. Anyone from that Envy team that was like, that Envy team was like their first team. So I guess just Calyx and Mew, realistically, it's just like an enigma. Well, Calyx was really highly rated on Space Soldiers back right. when Space yeah. Soldiers was a thing. Yeah, when um, he had major IGLing him. And he looked really decent at times. He would like take over maps and then he'd be quiet. And I was like, well, you know, he's quite young. He's clearly talented. And then he just done like nothing. He's like Esperanto. Well, he went to Envy. That's why well, he did nothing. Yeah, but like, it felt like he could have gone to, I don't know. I now now I feel like he's probably just a busted flush. That's just my opinion. Um, and then Issa, he's like a fucking like a pogo those. stick. He's up and down, like you know. It's like again, some games he's written like when he was on Hellraisers, he looked like a fucking superstar. I was a massive Issa fan. Yeah. I thought he was fucking brilliant. And then he and got OG. One at the end of his Hellraisers phase, he was already like falling off pretty hard and i just put that down to you know like needed a new environment or you know is angel was sort of losing his spark and he's just like done nothing since and it like really annoys me because he was a fantastic player and now he's just like kind of an also ran but then if he found his if he refound his form they could be a really good team but the problem is they're gambling on four players finding consistent form that i've never found yeah. consistent form i think the only player you're not gambling there on is emor which is weird because that seems to be the player that you would gamble on if you were casually well looking you're gambling this. on him being any good yeah um, but i feel like that's the only player that there isn't crazy fluctuating expectations. yeah pretty much he's the igl i believe i i'd hope so considering everyone else on that team yeah um, <laughs> that, that's what I, that's all i'm basing it i'm not basing it off anything else um, he's got a pretty high rating if he is an in-game leader. Um, he seems like a decent enough player. And if but... he's not IGLing, then I really want to know who is. Yeah, I mean, I could see... <laughs> oh, God. Uh... <laughs> I can't see it. Maybe Issa? I mean, maybe Calyx. I don't know anything about Calyx. Maybe he can in-game lead. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's, maybe it's one of those situations just, oh, we all in-game lead, you know, like some hippie shit. Oh, yes. Um, IGL by committee. How yeah, uh, That exactly. has worked previously, obviously. Yeah, that, that, that can't go wrong. Um, no, not at all. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. This team has a high ceiling, but there's, like, flip four coins. If they're all heads... This team could be a top ten team in the world. If you if any of them, of them are tails. Yeah. What chance have you got? Alright, you got anything else for this week? Um I can't think of anything else. Well, that's good. Please, everybody make sure to follow us on Twitter at Oh, Dreamhack doesn't exist anymore. That's sad. <laughs> so are you just unemployed now? I mean um <laughs> I'm in a perennial state of unemployment. Um, <laughs> no, like uh, ESL announced their Pro Tour thing yeah. and like DreamHack Open no longer exists, which is sad because it's got a new name now for whatever reason. Which is like um, ESL Challenger or something like that. Yeah. It's just, just sad. But I, I, I agree. I might be working on some upcoming ESL events and stuff anyway, but yeah, it's kind of a shame. You know, it's really, really a shame because 
DreamHack as a brand was sick. Even without the, I I I know they're continuing the DreamHack brand, which is really good because the to me the important part of DreamHack brand was always the like the event of DreamHack of like it's a space where everyone brings their own computers and you have this giant LAN party and also there happens to be esports going on. Yeah, like I I fucking love DreamHack, but like that's that's such a awesome thing that's just not gonna happen. I I mean I the I, same I know... way. I like know some slap. of the people from DreamHack who've moved upwards towards ESL um, and work in slightly different roles um, who I, you know, I'm still in contact with. So if ESL are like getting some of the better people from DreamHack, they're definitely getting some really good people. But it's, it's, it's a little killing, bit I don't think they're killing off DreamHack like, at all. No, but they're, I think they're it's, definitely... I think it's more focusing on what I was saying on like small esport tournament plus awesome giant land party music festival thing which is what they yeah. used to be for a while they're definitely making their impact feel lesser at least to the outside world I, the one big thing that i hope esl continues that dreamhack did that i really really enjoyed watching was the uh the women's tournaments that they put on every year that they mm. they had the last year in COVID, they had uh, i think it was dreamhack masters Ooh, or something like that yeah. No. Was it Rotterdam? Oh no, no Rotterdam but... was though they they, uh, they had one uh, female team who qualified via a female only. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds about right. But seeing like the CLG Red team play and seeing the Galaxy Racers team play and that that stuff has always been really cool to see, just generally year round. And I hope that ESL keeps that through. I always like when they allow one, uh, you know, one uh, qualifier spot for a female team. Because it's always, well, a you get to sort of gauge um, the the level of them better than you can from just watching a female tournament. Yeah. Um, B you get these players get a, an opportunity to show and to improve as well. Like you're not yeah. going to improve playing against teams worse than you all the time. Like we've we've seen that plenty of times. Yeah. Whereas you know you give them the opportunity to play against these better teams, and it become you know they get an opportunity to get better. I mean, I was always on board for. Um, Asian minor spots in the major because how else are you going to help that region grow? It's the um, same with Oceana. Like that's literally how. Who else are you going to play against? Yeah, exa- Yeah, exactly. And you get to discover um, players who otherwise wouldn't be. I mean, Petra on Xset is like really fucking good. And yeah, I I I actually would like to see her join like a mix i mean, I know it's unlikely i'd like to see her join a mixed team like join a a male team because she is really really good she's really <clears throat> fucking good like she was at like dominating like decent like teams like decent tier yeah. two tier three men's teams like she's really fucking good yeah no, um yeah. and i i think sort of being on um x set the female team to some extent, is going to limit her because they don't get to play against these teams that often. But I mean, she's yeah, she's really fucking good. I I very much agree with that. All right, I think we're done now. I think we actually have nothing more to talk about. Uh, I I've got as, as, well as long as nothing random came in in like the last thirty seconds. Okay, nothing random came. In. We're good. We're ready. All right. Thank you very much for listening and watching this week. Please sure to follow us on Twitter at LoganRampUp, at AZSK, and at ReadTLDR. We will be back again next week. 
hopefully with our guest uh who will be announced on twitter so that we guys can ask questions uh that's it from us see you all next week see you next week